Are we finally about to learn whether Urban Meyer will be Ohio State's head coach in 2018? A Buckeyes insider tells us everything we need to know about the fateful Board of Trustees meeting scheduled for Wednesday morning. It's August 22nd. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Ohio State put out a press release on Monday saying that its board of trustees will meet at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesday morning to, quote, discuss personnel matters related to the investigation involving Urban Meyer. Steve Hellwagon of Bucknuts.com joins us now to preview that board of trustees meeting. Steve, what are you expecting will take place on Wednesday morning? Well, uh, I think the board of trustees, which has roughly 20 members, uh, most of them prominent attorneys and business people from Central Ohio and people who have deep ties to the university in Central Ohio, uh, most of them appointed by the governor to, to that position, uh, they will convene. Uh, they will then vote to go into executive session to discuss the findings of the investigation. Uh, that executive session will take place uh, probably in, in another room or without the presence of the news media. I'm definitely planning on being there. Uh, tomorrow just to to see and hear whatever it is we can. But my guess is they'll probably talk about it for an hour or two, come out of the meeting and not take a vote by any means, but we'll have told the president, Michael Drake, during the course of the meeting, whether they uh, agree with whatever it is he plans uh, to hand down in terms of uh, the final decision on this thing. And then I would imagine that Michael Drake will either make an announcement uh, after the meeting is concluded formally or later in the day, we'll come out with the release and perhaps a press conference to discuss uh, the, the final uh, finding, I guess, for this whole Urban Meyer situation. But uh, to me, it seems like at some point tomorrow we will have closure on this, if not first thing Thursday morning. And at that point, whether Urban Meyer has been uh, cleared, reprimanded, suspended, fired, whatever, uh, the um, the focus is going to turn back uh, to the 2018 uh, Ohio State football season, finally. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to, to get back to, to covering the team. We've gone kind of a media lockout, basically, since this whole thing uh, happened on August the 1st. So will Michael Drake merely be carrying out the Board of Trustees' wishes, or does he have a more active role to play in determining like, what this outcome is going to be? Well, uh, to take it back a step, they hired a law firm from uh, New York to come in and and do the interviews and gather the information, and they were led by this blue-ribbon six-person committee that included the former Speaker of the Ohio House of Representatives, two former United States attorneys, and three members of the Board of Trustees. So those three members of the Board of Trustees obviously have a full understanding of whatever it is that uh, was found. They did a verbal briefing for the trustees. I presume the ones that could make it were there. The others were probably patched in by a conference call on Monday afternoon. They, they did not have any hard copies or anything like that. But uh, I think President Drake, uh, obviously by this point, has a clear idea of what he would like to do or what he can do, I guess, in response to this whole situation. And my guess is the executive session tomorrow is going to be uh, – probably trying to bring people on the board of trustees along to his way of thinking on this 
or gather a consensus among the trustees of what they should do. Uh, basically, he, he operates like a school superintendent. I mean, they they basically, uh, the trustees or the Board of Education in a local school district would hire uh, the superintendent or the, or the president in this case to make these decisions on uh, hiring, hiring, discipline, whatever it may be. And, you know, it's their position to, to affirm you know, kind of nod their head and say, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I don't know how much pushback he's going to get from them. Uh, depends probably how stern he wants to be, because I think that the trustees are going to come to the realization that uh, unless Urban Meyer has done something really seriously wrong, it's going to be hard to sanction him in any kind of meaningful way. So I think, uh, again, we're all speaking today without knowing what the investigation found but uh, from what's been reported publicly, I'm not sure that there's a whole heck of a lot there that uh, could carry more than a game or two suspension and maybe a fine of some sort. It seems like there haven't been very many leaks at all coming out of this investigation and this whole process. But one thing that has gotten out in the past 24 hours that some people are reporting that they think a suspension of time served for Urban Meyer is going to be the likely outcome. Do you agree with those assessments? Well, again, without knowing what uh, the committee has found, it, it's kind of hard for me to make any kind of a judgment. I think the people kind of floated that out there as a, a trial balloon. I've heard one or two games as a possibility. Uh, to me, nothing would be a surprise or a shock unless you know they try to play some kind of card that they want to get rid of him. That, to me, would be a complete shock. Uh, I mean, he is... Uh, well-liked, obviously, within the state of Iowa. It's a tremendous success, and it goes beyond the wins and losses on the field. He's been a, really a, a roaring success off the field. I mean, there haven't been a lot of uh, off-the-field incidents with his players. Obviously, this involves somebody that he employed, certainly uh, the assistant coach, Zach Smith, and he does bear some uh, culpability for, for his activities and his actions a little bit, I would say, but uh, on the whole, it's been a, a very uh, positive program. It hasn't been like uh, Florida, where he was accused of running kind of a runaway program in the late 2000s. You haven't had those kind of issues. So, to me, I, I think if they just say, yeah, uh, you've missed uh, two and a half weeks of practice, that's your penalty, then so be it. And he's back there coaching. I think it's interesting from the standpoint, how do you drop a head coach back in uh, from 5,000 feet in the air to coach a team that uh, he's never seen practice yet? So I think that's kind of an interesting dynamic, although uh, he did coach the team in spring uh, practice and uh, recruited all the players, so he knows what they're capable of. But, again, he's going to be relying on Ryan Day and Greg Schiano and Kevin Wilson the senior members of the staff to kind of make those heavy decisions at least early in the season before he probably transitions into uh, a comfortable position where he can uh, make those uh, tough calls. But uh, it's going to be an interesting um, scenario, however they play it. How quickly after tomorrow's meeting in the morning do you expect there to be a press conference or press release or whatever it is announcing what the outcome is going to be? Well, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen immediately. They left some wiggle room there that uh, Drake may take more time after the meeting is over. And I think people are kind of fed up with any, any notion that this would drag on uh, one minute longer than it needs to at this point. I mean, this was August the 1st, and it's now August the 20th or 
21st, whatever it is. And so I think people are, are ready for this to be over with. Um, and honestly, I don't see, uh, you know, again, you're counting down now 10 days before Ohio State season opener, uh, albeit against Oregon State, the team that was 1-11 last year. It shouldn't be a, a major hurdle for them to clear. But at the same time, every, you know, every part of this is part, is, uh, part of what's going to go into this season. You want to have a great first game to lead into a, a great second game. And then obviously your third game is against TCU down in Texas. So uh, you want uh, everything kind of firing on all cylinders from the start. And you just wonder how dysfunctional this team is going to be because of the way the preseason has been handled. So uh, if they can get him back on the practice field tomorrow afternoon, I'm sure he would be fine with that. But I'm honestly not sure if it's going to come that quickly. Hopefully, uh, by attending the meeting, we can get a sense from President Drake or the trustees or some of the communication staff at Ohio State when that final announcement is going to be. And, and again, if, it, if they come out of it and have agreed that they're just going to penalize him uh, for you know, the time that he has served, as some people have said, then there's no reason why that should drag on any further. So we'll be there in case uh, it comes out uh, at the end of that executive session, whether it's at 10 a.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Eastern, whenever uh, they wrap that up and and come back out and and vote to adjourn, uh, we'll be there to to make sure we can share uh, in real time what the, the final verdict is. Steve Hellwagon has been covering Ohio State since 1988, and you can read his work, including some incredibly detailed timelines of everything that's happened in the Urban Meyer-Zach Smith saga over at Bucknuts.com. Thanks, Steve. All right. Take care. The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning, breaking down the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.